This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. It's as satisfying to me as coming is, you know? as having sex with a woman and coming. And so can you believe how much I am in heaven? This is one of many colorful quotes from the 1977 fitness documentary Pumping Iron by an aspiring champion bodybuilder named Arnold Schwarzenegger, describing the feeling of lifting weights. Before he was the Terminator and well before he was the Governator, Arnold was a cocky young musclehead prepping for the Mr. Olympia competition at a fitness location he would help make legendary, Muscle Beach in Venice, California. The outdoor ocean view gym that made eye candy out of its hunky plate pushers had its origins a long walk north in Santa Monica and was the mecca of the nation's post-war fitness boom. But Muscle Beach has a decidedly unhealthy landmark in its immediate orbit, the original beachside location of a corndog, fried cheese, and lemonade shack, known for its simple and densely caloric menu, as well as the outlandish primary color work uniforms of its often teenage workforce, the look-ma-no-utensil-stick-based concept would become a staple of shopping mall food courts. Its original Muscle Beach location shuttered during quarantine, but has plans to reopen later this very year. Today, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the reigning muscle-bound athlete-turned-action star, and Gavin Newsom is the governor of the Golden State. But this SoCal heated dog emporium continues to pump out breaded beef, with 45 locations now under the same ownership as the similarly antithetical-to-fitness Fat Burger. This week on Doughboys, hot dog on a stick. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, a man with the face that lunched a thousand chips, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. <laughs> that was courtesy of Col- yeah, a heavy sigh. A long sigh. <laughs> I'd like to start things off hot. Start off hot here on the podcast. Colin Carrado that sent that in. Uh, Colin Carrado, uh, who writes, you can use my name, pronounced Carrado. So there you go. I got it. Roastspoonman mm. at gmail.com. Wags, I'm back from the bayou. It's true. I uh, I left on uh, just just about 24 hours ago is when I got back. But I oh, said goodbye wow. to, I went down to uh, to Bourbon Street. And um, mm-hmm. I saw Bayou Billy. I said, he said, "You were leaving me already." I said, "I'm, I'm." Yeah. I said, "I'm going." I, I can, I, you know, I'm afraid to do this bit because our guest is funny. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> that's what's tricky. You get one of the greats in here, you get self conscious about close, doing your I'll dumb bit. I'll close my eyes. I'll close my eyes. <laughs> he said, "You're taking off already," and I said, "I'm going." And he said, "Not before we got one last, we got one last New Orleans night in us." And I said, "Okay," and so. We went over, we got some grilled oysters. We went to Acme and then we went right across wow. the street to Felix's Wags. Wow, what a what a night if you 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 spent with Bayou Billy, the nineteen eighties <laughs> Nintendo real. Nintendo video game protagonist. Is that true? I always, 
I would want to ask Bayou Billy. Bayou Billy, there's a video game called Bayou Billy. Not an adaptation, original IP. Konami, for some reason, in the 80s, decided they just wanted to make a game about a Louisiana shit kicker named Bayou Billy who walks around punching gators. It's baffling. Well, that's who I spent my last night in New Orleans with. I can't even do it. I was going to try to do stuff, but our guest is too funny. And this is like the reason why Y'all, we... You got to be careful when you try to be... There we it, go. It, it, it's like trying to best the devil in a game of chess. <laughs> when you try to do a hacky bit in front of a funny guest. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I felt like Eminem at the... In eight mile, I I I, I blew it, Wags. I I just went silent. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we call gumbo. <laughs> Here's Bayou Billy. If you can see him, you get a look at Bayou Billy there. That's the, they made a video game around this guy. Wow. Just wow. like a just like a big barrel chested man with a knife. I, you know what? Well, I think wait, hold, hold on a second. When you say they made a video game around this guy, he was not like a real guy. <laughs> no, that's what's baffling about it. They came, they created this character for this game. Mm-hmm. I, I, the, the only thing I can think of is that maybe it, it has, it, it's adjacent to like the, uh, the, that that Australian like phase of the, the American fascination with Australia. That's kind of like I guess the Bayou is kind of America's Australia, you know. And so maybe that's that he's sort of a crocodile Dundee, I guess. But it's it's still still a really strange game. Well, while I was down in the bayou, Mum's spaghetti is actually called Yakamine. This is true. Mm, wow. And it's made made by Miss Linda Green. And I had some Miss Linda Green Yakamine when I was down there. It was delicious, Wags. But it's delightful. I'm gonna stop doing the voice immediately because I'm scared. Um look, it's the reason that we probably ask you to come on once in a blue moon is because we think you're funny and we think we're annoying and it's a bad show <laughs> ridiculous ridiculous I, I i remember when we did doughboys not doughboys we it was comedy it was the comedy bang bang tour yes so this is a long time ago when we were in boston and the birthday boys opened for it and you and you yes. did uh warner herzog mm-hmm and you start to talk about um, uh, Goodwill Hunting, right. and my buddy Dano came up and like thanked you for the bit afterwards. I don't know if you remember. I do remember um, that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it was it was uh, this is uh, probably ten years ago now almost, but um, but just the levels of how funny you were that night and the way the audience oh, yeah. reacted to you, and then to try to do some bullshit where we're doing a hacky. <laughs> Cajun accents. Yeah. It's just not gonna. We'll save it for the. Who, who do we have on the next episode? Do we got Koalik? Yeah, Koalik's gonna be here. We can All go right, on a good. long we'll, run we'll, about. Yeah. yeah, we'll go on a long run then. Yeah. Yeah. The, the gators down here hungry for crawl dads. <laughs> Koalik eats it up. This is good. <laughs> That's not any different than the shit that I do. Really, <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> I was by, by the way, shout out Dano and 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 very funny people in in Boston. Just real quick, he swapped hats with John Hodgman. They did That's a right. hat trade like a jersey swap. They did. He now has Hodgman's hat, and Hodgman has his hat. It, did it, what did they have an Alouette's hat? Was that what it was? It was some yeah, it was some minor league hockey team. And then and Dano gave him his Detroit Tigers hat. Yeah, they swapped. And then the next morning, Dano woke up in Hodgman's body. 
It was like a, yeah, it was like a was Freaky weird. Friday. That's interesting, but in Providence, Rhode Island, on the Comedy Bang Bang Tour this year, Ryan Gall swapped pants with somebody in the audience. Wow. 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 Call and raise. He he went out there and called on a guy and said, Let, well, let's, let's change pants. He's, you know, doing this weird character. And then he started to take his own pants off, and the guy came forward and then he took his pants off they switched pants and it was like they both magically fit each other you would not have guessed it because the the guy in the audience seemed a head taller than ryan was kind of a big looking guy yeah and uh they both it was magic it was true magic wow if he tried that at a doughboys live show he hopefully would have suspenders because those things are not gonna stay up (laughs) (laughs) be like a jared subway ad It's always good to hear his name again. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he's doing okay. Nick still uh, writes I, I, him. <laughs> Mitch, wait, Mitch, you got to play your job so we could get our guest in here. Oh, yes. Uh, Howdy ho! To Spoon Nation. Ugh. And here, Wags. <laughs> here, Wags, is a little <laughs> drop. Do you know who pocket dialed me recently? It was Mike who? Mitchell. You used to call me on my... <laughs> Mike Mitchell of uh, Doughboys? You used to, you used to. The Spoon Man? Doughboys. Spoony. Spoon Man. Spoon Nation. Yeah. Really? What did um, he pocket dialed you? You used to call me on my cell phone. Yes. I love Let me Dough see Boys. if they still... Late night when you need my love. Doughboys. Call me on my cell phone. Don't I've mentioned the, um... it so many times. Yeah, you have. Late night when you need <laughs> my love. And I know when... Hot dog. Play. Listen, here's Mike saying hello. That can only mean one thing. I know when that Hot dog. He called me. He sounds so lost. Hello? If you are hearing my voice right now, tell Mike Mitchell to get his shit together. <laughs> Don't, boys. <laughs> wow. Wags, this is this is this this was the the start of the episode, is the the infamous pocket dial. I had no mm. idea that I pocket dialed you, Paul. Um, I should give credit to this drop. But you yeah. still said hello. I it, yeah. What so happened? I said there? I just said that on your voice message. I said hello. Like I like yeah. I. You said hello. Like I called you. What the <laughs> hell was going on? <laughs> Only you can answer that question, Mike. <laughs> Who sent the drop in? Um, hello, Dofam, the Threedom Gang, Scott, Paul, and Lauren. We're talking about how Mitch pocket dialed PFT on a recent episode, and I immediately thought of making this drop. It's my first drop submission, so I hope you like it. Also, shout out to my boy PJ in Milwaukee. I convinced him to attend your cover show with me a few weeks back. Oh, a few years back. And he became another sick fuck listener. We just dragged our girlfriends to the cop show, and they had a blast too. All my love to Mitch, Nick, Emma, Amelia Dropking, and the Ghost of You song, AP Bradley. Hashtag wow. Wow. Thanks, Good drop. AP. Good drop. Yeah. Good, drop. Good, drop. Good job. Good, Good job. drop. Good guest from the Great podcast, Freedom, as well as the neighborhood lesson and stay F. Homekins. Paul F. Tompkins is back. Hi, Paul. Hi. Hello. Everybody looks wonderful. It's good to see you all. It's We're very to happy you. to have you back. What a, tr- what a treat to have you back. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a it, mm-hmm. it's it's been a minute, as they say. And part of the impetus for having you back is that you, you shouted us out on on you shouted Mitch out at least on three dumb, and Absolutely. we were like, we haven't had PFT on for a while. We got PFT back in here. When, mm-hmm. when was when was I here last? Uh, McDonald's. 
The last time we had Should you on was McDonald's. we had you for a McDonald's, but I, but we also had you on as part of our Doathon, which was released as an ah, episode. Yes. You came yes. at the tail end. That's right. I, I was losing my mind. I could see yes. through time, and yeah. I did not really know what was happening. Uh, but you came on here uh, with Arden and with uh, with with the aforementioned Hodgman, and the three mm-hmm. of you were so funny, and you really pushed us against uh, across the finish line. That was really fun. That was a, a quarantine fun time. Uh, an absolute treat. We probably sounded like I did on that voicemail of the hello, like the lost, and <laughs> a little bit scared. You did not sound like that. <laughs> uh, PFT, I wanted to ask you about. We're in the midst of this heat wave. It's very hot right now, although we, you know, we're in September, oftentimes the hottest month, I feel like, in SoCal. Mm-hmm. What do you like mm-hmm. to eat when it gets you know, bright and sunny out? Oh, my God. I don't know that I've ever thought about that before. If I have like a thing that I go to unconsciously because it is hot out. Yeah. I mean, obviously. You know what? A big thing for me that is a bummer is that I don't like watermelon, and I wish I did. That is a bummer. Mm. People oh, love mostly it. tasteless. I wish yeah, that I, I loved love it. watermelon, but yeah. it's just like nothing to me. You know, it's mm. like Lacroix. Yeah, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, I like yeah, I yeah. like artificial watermelon. Give me that the the fake watermelon taste. Like a great. Jolly Rancher. <laughs> like a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. If I like I, that too. If I cut open a watermelon and it was just Jolly Rancher watermelon inside, <laughs> I'd be very happy. More flavor than actual watermelon. Yes, watermelon is yeah. is. <laughs> It, it feels like, I mean, the closer you get to the rind, it's just game over. But it, it feels like it has to be, like, the very center. It's like going to, like, the earth's, like, just the core of the earth, it feels like, mm-hmm. is what tastes tastes good. Is the, is you that, start with is the that, core, you work your way up to the mantle, and you don't want to mess with a crust. Because mm-hmm. that's so like true. the, yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, there, there's nothing there. But, but, but I, I mean, I'm talking watermelon, watermelon or with a, you are, you are talking the watermelon. Okay. No, I'm talking watermelon. What do you think I was talking? I didn't know if you meant actual Earth. Are seeds like the eating Morlocks a planet like of, Thanos? Of the watermelon? Oh no! Don't do that. No, Thanos didn't <laughs> eat planets. Who's the? Who's that was Galactus. A Galactus. Galactus. I apologize, Nick. I should It's my fault for trying to do a Marvel, uh, a, 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 some sort of Marvel <laughs> reference. I don't know any of that shit. There's seedless watermelons now. Well, oh, but yeah, but you know what? Even seedless watermelons sometimes have seeds in them. I've been yeah. told. Yeah. What are we They're doing? Like, you know what I mean? What What's the point? They'll have the occasional seed. You said something about seeds being Morlocks. They're the Morlocks like. of the of the watermelon. If the watermelon is the earth. <laughs> it's so no. I said it twice. Not worth going back to. No, it was absolutely <laughs> worth it. We it still was rolled a blessing past it. that nobody heard. I like it. A seedless watermelon may as well be a doughboy's host. No seed. <laughs> big round, fucking tasteless. <laughs> Well, what are your go-tos? What are your summertime go-tos? Nick? Great question. Thank you for throwing back at us. I have no, I, I don't really, I mean, lemonade is kind of my summertime go-to, but I. Oh, fuck. I love a lemonade. You know who makes it good? That old, that old devil Newman. (laughs) Paul Newman? Paul Newman, Newman, that old devil? That old devil. The old, that old devil Newman. Newman's own lemonade is, and limeade. Very lemon, the the beverage trickster himself, Paul Newman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like a good lemonade. I, but honestly, like all, it, it's so many. It's just so much sugar that I feel like I want to get like a fresh lemonade. If I'm gonna go mm. for a lemonade, I want to go to a place that has like a fresh squeeze or like a house lemonade. I want to do that. Mm. I don't want to get like a country time out of a fountain. You don't want some Newman's own. I Newman's. It's okay, but I mean, I'm just like it's it's if I'm gonna if I'm gonna ha- take the caloric hit of that mm-hmm. much liquid sugar, 
I want to have a good lemonade. Otherwise, yeah, an, an iced tea is refreshing, but food wise, I I think like a, you know like I just I grill classics like you know Grills. like a like a like yeah, like burgers and yeah burgers and dogs. Hot I mean dogs. I think those always get the job Absolutely. done. Yeah, love a hot dog. Absolutely. And mm. and also like I I there's something about in particular about a soft serve cone. I think oh, because yeah, I I just think of like my the 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 public pool had like a little like kiosk where you know in, in my hometown of Lake California when they had the a, little shack there that's yeah, the best it's the fucking best yeah oh. I got one for you lobster mm-hmm. roll oh that's sure. good mm. I had a lobster roll recently where was it when we were on tour and it came on like a hamburger bun fascinating huh. it was really weird and it wasn't good it tasted it like work. nothing. And it was weird that it was on that bun. Was this in the New England area? Or it was in New where? England. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, they, you know what? A lot of they'll serve the the lobster roll in a hot dog bun, a lot like a grilled hot dog bun. It was. This was not that though. No. This is I bad. Meant news. What I said. They knew you weren't from the area. They did the New England swap. It's a little trick <laughs> they, they do. They saved the good. The get good away bread with a hamburger locals. bun with this fucking yeah. Much like yeah. that old yeah, dev- yeah. Devil Newman, where we're, we're a bit of tricksters upstairs there in the <laughs> sure. in New England upstairs. area, in the yeah. upstairs of America, in the yeah. upstairs of America. <laughs> <laughs> you got the attic in Maine. Yeah. Um, I, I think where Newman here's where I think Newman's own missed the boat on something. Sure. Newman's own. Hard-boiled eggs. A little shout out to his, to his cool. I'm judging by both of you going silent. That's a, a bad idea. No, I get. I understand the reference. I got the reference. It's just that I do, I just you don't see hard-boiled eggs sold at the retail level. Really, like it's like yeah, like like ready to eat. Hard-boiled eggs are all that much of a hot item. Who's currently number one in hard-boiled egg sales? <laughs> If you had to guess, it's Redford. <laughs> That's why he never did it. I see. Yeah, that. Of didn't want to compete with his friend. Yeah. Then maybe That's just Newman's, Newman's owns eggs. How about just eggs? And then on you the package, eggs, you could sure. say, and on the package, you could write something like, like easy to hard boil or, you know what I mean? Something like that where you're just I, sure. If, if he was going to do it, he should have made a dozen hard boiled eggs. It comes in a regular egg carton, but it's big letters, hard boiled. And then, and then, and then the words, it's easy. <laughs> that would have been fun. A fun limited time, time item, I think. I think that's not, I think that would be like a novelty. Yeah. I don't think that's a- moving Every April Fool's he would do it. Yeah, there you go. How yeah. dead is Newman? Is he dead? 100%. Okay. Yeah, he's been dead for, he's been dead for not a while. Sure what that R.I.P. Is. <laughs> How dead Are you asking, is, is there a chance he could come back? <laughs> <laughs> Be the, the he'll be the first or I guess second person to come back from the grave. Is he uh, zombie maybe. dead? Dracula dead? Human Nova- dead? That's what I was kind of wondering. Two thousand eight died in two thousand eight. Wow. Never didn't didn't live to see uh, President Obama. He's been dead Doesn't for a seem while. That long ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. R. I. P. Amazing career. Mm-hmm. Full head of hair up through beautiful old man. age, which is amazing. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful man. Uh, beautiful. I wonder actor. if you ever got to see the birthday boys hot dogging. The UCB stage show uh, ran from 2007 to 2008. Hmm. I wonder if he ever. I wonder, did Paul Newman <laughs> see that show at UCB? Huh. I don't know. I don't, see I, it on, we... I don't see it on his Wikipedia. Yeah. We could ask Joanne Woodward. Is she still alive? <laughs> uh, I'll check. His kids, he has kids, right? I don't think his, none, of his, none of his kids went into show business, I don't think. Fascinating. Mm. Joanne Woodward. 
That does seem odd. Does Joanne, seem Joanne odd. Woodward's still alive. Oh, good for her. Joanne Woodward, 92. Dang. 92. Not That's bad. a life, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, None of his kids, what, what are his kids up to? At, is, what, is it like Newman's like uh, Newman's own crypto? Is that one of his children? Is like owns a crypto? <laughs> Newman's own crypto. That might push me over the edge. I might buy crypto if that existed. <laughs> <laughs> Newman's. Uh, I think all this his is, kids I mean, went in, yeah, they want all went into hot air ballooning. Is that true? <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at one of his one of his da- his daughters, Nell Newman, runs the Newman's own brand, okay. so that makes mm. sense. That that's a natural career path, and then and it's a then slick name too, Nell Newman. It's a good name. A sad yeah, a sad story. His son died very young. His son died. Oh, no. Scott Newman died at age 28. Uh, um, and then his 20. other, and then there, he had he had six kids, very fertile. Dang. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He was the Nick Cannon of his day. <laughs> Cannon's own. Can can I can I say something real quick that sure. is that is somewhat related to to heat wave eats and and burgers specifically, which is that Mitch, you know, I had a birthday recently. I'm not a big birthday guy, but I do, you know, I, mm. like the thing that Natalie and I do. We both have birthdays in the same month, and we both kind of just do. We're both very low key individuals in general, and we could both kind of do the thing of like on our birthdays, like, hey, what do you want to like? You can you can pick dinner. You know, it's just like you, whatever you want to get. And, and, and so I decided I got fucking McDonald's, Mitch. Wow. I went to McDonald's and like you know it. what? I had something that I have not eaten in over 18 months because, you know, in the year <laughs> of our Lord, 2021, mm-hmm. no meat shall I eat. And then in 2022, right. I've not been eating red meat for the most part. I had a mm-hmm. Big Mac. Wow. I have not now had that, a Big Mac since wrong. 2020. Yeah. That consists of uh, two all-beef patties, special sauce, mm-hmm. lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. You got it. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah. You would have won a million dollars. That's it. Of, uh, right. The, if you remember in the early, in the in the eighties, I believe if someone could yeah. just sing that song, is that what it was? If you could just if you could complete the yeah, song, I forget. It was. It must have been. There must have been something more to it than that. I, th- I, I th- from my memory, there was a there was a you got sent a record. There was like like you could get a record when you bought a meal, like an actual vinyl record of the song, it, of the song, and if the song completed, you won a million dollars or something like that. I think that that's is wild. What this this is why our planet is dying. Was. <laughs> they're pulling stunts like that. They were just like we're gonna give everybody garbage. <laughs> We're gonna print up a bunch of shit that goes straight to a landfill. <laughs> Paul, oh my God, a, I've kept what, mine. a vinyl I've kept... record of the McDonald's Big Mac song that some of them don't even go all the way. Some of them don't go all the way, and I, I, I've kept mine. I still listen to it. So just to prove you wrong, <laughs> I still. When what what are the moments where you find yourself listening to it? Um, <laughs> you know, Christmas Eve. Yeah, sure. When I'm back, when home. you can't sleep. Yeah, you're thinking about all the presents you're gonna get. <laughs> I still am a present fan. There's this, a part of me that must... still wish. Oh, oh, sorry, I was about to say how I wish Santa still exists, but I think what you're gonna say is more important, Nick. Um, no, it's not. None of this shit is important. I was just gonna say that I, I this is the hearing about this promo. I was like, okay, these records must be going for a pretty penny on eBay. No, this one from the, the, this is a uh, this is one of those the million dollar menu song. Uh, and it's a record, and it's going right. for thirteen. 
1999. So 1988 was the approach. Yeah, 14 bucks you can get one of these bad boys. It was it was 1989. Yeah, 1988 was the year. 88, wow. 88. Yeah. Um, so I was Mitch, six I think years interesting. old. It was interesting that fuck you. I think it's interesting <laughs> that you that you phrase it. I wish Santa Claus still exists. Not I wish I still believed in Santa. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of blazed past it. Um, <laughs> or I guess. I wish Santa existed at all, but still exists. I guess my wording was strange, like, implying that know? he maybe did exist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think you let slip something that you weren't supposed to. <laughs> I wish people Santa think was I'm still alive. People think I'm getting big because of the podcast, but it is a Tim Allen Santa Santa <laughs> Claus situation. <laughs> oh man, presents are coming on like December twenty seventh. <laughs> December twenty seventh. Um, we had Mc, we had McDonald's twice on tour in one month. I haven't done that since I was mm. a child. I think. Wow! Wow! What did you think? It was great. <laughs> what did you get? What, what's your What's your order at a McDonald's? My go to is double quarter pounder with cheese. Great That's order. That's funny you say that. It was good both times. Yeah. Literally, uh, literally on the first night of our tour, we got McDonald's a- after giving up pretty easily. We did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> night one. Night one of our tour, we got McDonald's. And, so like and it was fucking great. No fast food. Mere <laughs> hours later. All right. <laughs> I, I I just want to. I'll just say my 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 Big Mac assessment because I also got a double cheeseburger. Those are my two mm. my two beefy items um, from McDonald's, and the double cheeseburger was fucking terrific. The Big Mac mm. was good, and it was as I remembered it. It was a well made Big Mac. We went to a good McDonald's, but Mitch. I kind of think like that might just be my final Big Mac. I don't know if I need to go back and have another bu- Big Mac. Wow. I feel like I'm just like you know what, I, I'm I'm good. I'm good for Big Macs. I, it, it, was, it was I'm glad that I got it. It's what I was craving, but I don't know if I need to do it again. I can't tell if this if you're just over it or if like you're you you're gonna be dead in a week or something. I can't tell what yeah. you're trying to tell me here, but I'm gonna be joining Santa pretty soon. Let's just say that. <laughs> Nick's with Santa now. <laughs> Don't cry. That's my mom trying to explain it to me. <laughs> They're together having so much fun. <laughs> Last Big Mac. That That's a bold statement, Nick, to say that to say you're done. Well, what it was is it was like, this is really good. I'm enjoying it, but this isn't a thing where we're just like, fuck, I'm going to crave this regularly. You know, like yeah. like if I was like, hey, I'm going to get a burger. I just need to get a burger. I think I would probably get like a Wendy's, you know, a mm-hmm. Wendy's burger, or I might get like a, you know, certainly like an In-N-Out burger. I'd, I'd get right. something like that or go to like the, you know, like the Apple pan, like go to a, or a pie and burger, go to like a okay. proper like local burger institution, you know. Here's a question for you. Yeah. 15 years from now, 20 years from now, I don't know, we're mm-hmm. still alive in this scenario yeah do you yeah we're doing olive garden nine with guest matt kowalik <laughs> kowalik's back olive garden everyone. nine yeah that's i feel like that's low um i i i i, I, I was gonna ask they do a impossible big mac are you in i'd fight yeah i'd have that for Ooh. sure because yeah, i because that that mcplant which uh which we had with our we with our buddy the uh, mcplant yeah, with our buddy Eric. It was fucking great. The McPlant was great. Mm-hmm. Eric Edelstein. 
the thing about the um the Big Mac to me is always that middle bun kind of makes it a little too much for me. It's a low bready. A I feel like bready, it gets yeah. in the way. Yeah, it gets in the way of the other flavors. Nellie has the same assessment, and she you know she wasn't going to yuck my yum, but she she doesn't get a Big Mac for that reason. Right. I wouldn't have it any other way, but I get the breadiness of. I get the breadiness situation. There, 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 you know, there's a chicken Big Mac, right? The, the UK had a chicken Mac. It's being tested in some US markets. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I'm, I, and hey, I'd try that. I'd mess with a chicken Big Mac. Why not? Don't you think that extra layer of bun kind of keeps things together? Oh, I was going to show you my soup. That's right. Oh, this that's week, right. We talked about this in advance. <laughs> this was an off-mic tease that we're all very excited about. So all right, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you the soup. Um. I hadn't taken a bite of the soup. I put my spoon in. But I'm not going to okay. say where it's from because it's a place that I like. But I put my spoon in. I hadn't taken a bite of the soup. This is what the soup looked like. Mitch has turned his his phone around to show us the camera. It, it looks like a you know it looks very rustic. It looks like kind of a goulash. What exactly is going mm -hmm. on there, Mitch? It's, it, That's it's tomato a tomato soup. There's bowl. a little little bit no little bits of bread in the soup. Ha and had you thrown that in there? In the soup. No, that's how it comes. It comes with the bread in it. So it comes oh, with kind bread. of like some I'm croutons sorry. in there. Yeah. But right. don't I mean, you there, think there's, there's a lot of red Doesn't there. that look almost like half a cup of soup? Oh, mm, that's what to... you're... I, yeah, it's, no. it's hard to gauge because you're looking at it top down. So it's hard to tell mm. its depth. You, you're saying that, that, that your issue with it is not... Because I thought you were like, okay, this, this soup's going to look depth. gross or something. That's okay. the depth. Okay. That's the depth. And then that. And then here is... This is, this is the soup. Okay, I it's, see. So it looks like there's not that much soup low. in there. Yeah. So that was your issue. It wasn't that the soup was gross that they didn't give you enough soup. I, yeah, I, didn't, I don't think they gave me enough soup. I agree. I don't. Think, I they, think they, that they, container should be filled. Yeah, I agree. It should be filled. Mm -hmm. And did like you call the out soup. the? Did you call out the place or no? I didn't call out the place. No. Do you want me to say? Do you we'll want to now it? on Mike? I'll yeah, say do it. it. Why do you have to bleep it? Because I like them, and I also found a paper towel in my salad one time when I went there. <laughs> well, now people are going to know what it is. Now everyone people knows what know. it is. You found... Because <laughs> you said that you identified this chain in a previous episode. No, we bleeped it out, actually. Yeah, no, they figured okay. it out. <laughs> they figured it out! <laughs> I thought that I was eating chicken, and I cut into a paper towel and, and put it in my mouth. Was it like, I'm sorry, forgive me for not having heard this classic episode of Doughboys, but was it, <laughs> was the paper towel under the salad? It was under the salad. It was rolled up. Mm -hmm. Rolled up? This is, mm -hmm. but it's tender greens. Come on. It, it tender, was greens, tender greens, yeah. You're doing Mitch dirty. First, this mm -hmm. paper towel incident, and now you're, you're being stingy with the soup. Come on. I, yeah, I know. Fill her up. I like it, Give too. I, 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 I like it, too. Do you, like do you remember too. when... I feel like Tender Greens came out, and Paul, you probably know this. Of it would be a lunch in the showbiz world. Yes, tender Tender Greens would be a lunch option all the time. Yes, and then people got so sick of it. People were like, "Hey," and I'm like, "This place is very good. Tender Greens is very good." Yeah, and man, we're gonna have to bleep it so many times. But uh, <laughs> I don't think we have to bleep it unless Paul wants to bleep it. I don't want to bleep it. I want to put them on blast. So PFT wants to to keep it in. So I think we keep it in. So I feel like they've gotten better. I like, like, like. Mm. I feel like the paper towel incident was like the the low end. But from this is the funny thing to me is that it's now hard to get good outside of sweet greens. Yeah. Like I like a nice, good tasting salad, mm. and they do have good tasting salads, except for the one time there's a paper towel in it. And right, I, I, and 
I think that that's odd that LA is now harder to find for me for like a like a, if like I feel like Tender Green's kind of lost it. I feel like the if if you're if you're in the Hollywood system now, if you're writing on a show, sure. you're gonna get you're gonna get sweet greens. That's that's like the kind of uh, like yeah, I feel yeah. like that's like the one and only option. Maybe I I think people were foolish to start treating Tender Greens as if it were Cuckoo Roo, yes. because mm. Tender Greens is far superior. And yeah. you can feel a little healthier, you know? Yeah. It's not going to, like, slow you. It's not going to weigh you down over the course of the day. A hundred percent. And they did. They treated it like kookaroo. Yeah. Couldn't put it better. That's great. Great great assessment. Great assessment. When, Thanks, I, when I worked in the video game industry, <laughs> that sometimes, like, you know, because we, we, we were getting, we'd be, get to the point where they'd be getting us dinner every night because we were just crunching and we were working, like, fucking 12-hour days, and it was a nightmare. And so, and so you should tell like, Paul how you started your day with... A Snickers candy bar and a Mountain Dew—is that what you used to have? Yeah, I would have my 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 morning breakfast. This was this was when I worked at Activision. I would get a I would get a vending machine meal of a uh, of a Snickers bar, a uh, black coffee, and a Mountain Dew Code Red. I had that every morning she, first thing. Oh, I can't. <laughs> really rough. Oh, so bad. Really Real rough. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. The janitor is just shaking, looking at you ordering your fucking <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> anyway, so, but but like we would get kukuru a lot for dinners, and they would, they would get yeah. us, a, you know, like, and it was every like it just reached a point where there, people were just like, not fucking kukuru, yeah. just can't mm. do kukuru anymore. Yeah, kukuru, yeah. people don't know it. It's like rotisserie chicken, but it's not like quality rotisserie chicken. It's just I very, almost feel bad like for kukuru now. Market. Poor maybe kukuru. It's, maybe it's, I, Maybe it's turning things around. I don't know if Kukuru even exists. The Maybe Kukuru- we shouldn't have treated Kukuru like Kukuru is the is the bottom line. Maybe Kukuru. Wow. The only Kukuru I remember is the one near the uh, uh, the tar the La Brea tar pits. That's the one I remember. Right. That Kukuru. There was the one I remember was the uh, the Larchmont one, mm. which is now oh, a yes. Chipotle. Mm-hmm. There was a Kukuru in, in Santa Monica, and it became a Fuddruckers, and then the Fuddruckers closed, oh, and it got spaces vacant. Yeah, so that was, but apparently it was, Kukuru was closed by its parent company in 2014, so completely, oh, so it's completely gone. defunct now, yeah. And out of shame, right? <laughs> it, was a, it was the first chain to close out of shame? <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. <laughs> Mitch, my friend, you ever walk in a store and have no idea what wine to get? Yeah, every time. Me too. And I love wine. That's why I love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Wow. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price you'd normally pay in stores. Wow. How do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard to your door delivery at up to 60% off what you would pay in store. By cutting out the traditional retail middlemen costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. As a result, you'll get exclusive access to hundreds of top quality award-winning wines at huge savings, making Naked Wines perfect for any type of wine drinker. Hey, you know what I love about Naked Wines? What's that, Wags? They have a lot of my favorite varietals. In fact, my favorite wine Naked Wine sent me was the Cabernet Sauvignon. The wine is so good, and it's such a good deal. Wow, Wags. You know, it's not a a huge wine wine drinker. They sent me a few different wines, and it was fun for me to taste different types of wines and types. And you know what? 
It's helping me to learn. You might all of a sudden be like, hey, I like a Shannon Blanc. I didn't know I was going to like that. Why? I'm learning. That's that's huge for you. Naked Wines has been around for over 10 years and funds over 90 independent winemakers. With no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. Wow. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker. So we're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash doughboys and click enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in doughboys for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. That's nakedwines.com slash doughboys and use the code and password doughboys and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash doughboys, code and password doughboys for $100 off your first six bottles. Easy peasy. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with our guest, the great Paul F. Tompkins, podcast royalty. Uh, <laughs> a delight to delight to have you back for Hot Dog on a Stick, a chain we've never reviewed, Mitch. Oh, comedy I didn't royalty! Realize that wow. Yes, yes. Hot Dog on a Stick, founded in 1946 at Muscle Beach in Santa Monica, California. So <laughs> oh, this is a SoCal yeah. chain. Uh, the original location is currently closed, but is slated to reopen this month. Mitch, I I mentioned that I had an interaction when I went to to. Uh, I went to my, the hot dog and a stick IRL and there was a, like a, the guy in line behind me was an older guy with a walker and also like my hair, like hair wow. that's just like too long for someone my age, except he was like 30 years older than me. And he was like waiting in line at hot dog and a stick. And he was on a first name basis with a staff. Oh, it that's was cool. It was, it was like Biff Tannen meeting like, future Biff Tannen and Back to the Future too. I was like, this is a real ghost of Doughboy's future here. It was real gnarly. Um, that's anyway. not a place. That's not a place you can be on first name basis with the staff. You no, should yeah. never, never go there so many times <laughs> yeah. that they you recognize even see the him. same people. <laughs> uh, and he was anyway. Both you, and, the- both you and future you went and ate your hot dog on a stick watching the Muscle Beach guys work out. <laughs> <laughs> is that still a thing, by the way? It is, but um, I think it's more it's it more does moved exist. down towards Venice. I think right. like it's, but yeah, there people still work out on the beach to be seen there. Um, and uh, but anyway, that the original location he was asking about it. He was like, "Has the Muscle Beach location reopened yet?" Because he's excited to revisit it. Ah, yeah. I was gonna say, speaking of wacky, we could do Arnold at the hot dog on the stick back in the day. I, It'd be as I don't have as hacky as our bio guy. And I'm not gonna I do it. Do. I'm not gonna do I can't it. Do it. <laughs> we won't sink to do, those. Do it. We would it. Mitch, do it a little bit. Uh, one turkey dog on a stick. <laughs> I'll be back 
four seconds. <laughs> okay. That was, I got to give it, I, can I give, I just want to give it to Weiger for the fact that he used an Arnold saying instead of just ordering something in his yes. voice, which was. Instead of trying to become Arnold in the way that you did, Mitch. <laughs> Uh, there are about 40 hot dog and a stick locations in the U.S., and it's been licensed internationally. So like, apparently there are some in, in Korea and other uh, uh, other locales across the sea. And it is owned by Fat Brands, Mitch, which also owns Fat Burger, Johnny Rockets, Round Table Pizza, and Twin Peaks, mm. uh, which is a Ooh, restaurant. Twin Peaks. Yeah. We just discovered Twin Peaks on tour. Uh, Jess McKenna and Will Hines and Lisa Gilroy. Where were we? We were in Detroit in uh, in Michigan. And yeah, we were up there just recently. When they came, well, good. Um, they, <laughs> con- congrats. Um, they, <laughs> they got to the when they got to the show, they were backstage and they said, "We went to this place, Twin Peaks." Um, they assumed it was a Twin Peaks themed restaurant, and then while they were there for a couple minutes, it slowly dawned on them that it's just a sort of. Uh, rustic Hooters. That yes. the idea mm-hmm. is that the the Twin Peaks are uh, women's breasts. Um, yeah, it's like a raunchier Hooters. Yeah, mm-hmm. and their their loyalty program uh, at Twin Peaks, you can get your man card, and you get points on that towards uh, various purchases. Oh my god! This yeah, it's one thousand percent disgusting. <laughs> but the well, nerve. we'll be reviewing it soon. Yeah. <laughs> For Man Month, the Doughboys, we got Man Month coming. <laughs> Perfect. It's the it's time. Is that twenty twenty March? Time. You, you call it Manch? Manch, yeah. It's <laughs> pretty good. It sounds like ranch too. Um, I looked I looked it up because I was I knew it was at one of these chains, one of these Hooters likes, and it was it was Twin Peaks where there was that sh- that biker gang shootout in Waco, Texas. Wow. Uh, where nine bikers were killed. And oh, right. uh, and and there were 18 people injured and 177 arrests. Oh my god! Totally insane. Jesus. Yeah. Stay away from Waco, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff goes down. Uh, Paul, had you had a hot dog on a stick before? Because I'll confess, never had it. I I've been a bunch, and in fact, when I worked in the video game industry. I'd go to hot dog on a stick for lunch sometimes. Not there was surprising. a we we were, we were near the uh, you know we were near a mall that had a hot dog and a stick in the food court, and I'd go there. And uh, and I was I'd, it was it the did the Beverly Center have hot dog on a stick? Beverly Center may have had one. I was thinking this is the West Side Pavilion, which is now being turned into Google's headquarters, Google's like L.A. headquarters. Right. But um, yeah, yeah, very cool. <laughs> but that was the mall I used to, we used to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch, how about you? I was just looking up Arnold quotes to see if there was anything else for the. Okay. And there's one that really works is stick around. That's one from Predator. Um, but I mean, I guess because I, like, a hot yeah. dog and a stick. Hot, like, yeah, hot dog and a stick. Yeah. And then, of course, like hasta la vista corn dog, you could say if you wanted. Um, uh, sure. I'm not really an attempt at a pun, but. Ice you could to say beat that. you. Also, can I get some more ice in my lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> No good, no good. <laughs> we liked it. It's it, it's uh and I it, I mean there's nothing. 
I can't do puns like you can, Nick. But there's 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 a lot that could have just been erased. There's a lot of things he could be saying as he's finishing sure. the corn dog. But yeah, there's a lot that's of besides the point. <laughs> Let us, you know what, guys, feel free to hit feel free to hit us up with a uh, hashtag Arnold at hot dog on a stick, and I, just give us give us your best Arnold quotes, and we'll retweet mm-hmm. some of them. And you, you know what? Points for you if you do a little voice memo and send it as well. Uh, why yeah, is we'll, I was, we might play that in the show. Um, I was. I want to go back quickly to that Kukuru because that miracle. I, I lived near. I lived on Miracle Mile. Basically, I lived right off of. Oh wow! Miracle. I lived right off of Miracle Mile on Citrus Avenue back in the day. I lived at mm. six forty five South Citrus. I don't know if that matters to give out my old address, but that was it. <laughs> um, I mean, psychos will drive by it, bother the sure, people well, living there now. So. Sure, and that 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 row <laughs> that Kukuru row right there mm-hmm. on uh, uh, Kukuru <laughs> which actually you know what I think at one point was the comedy Bang Bang Radio Studio was right down there too, right? Wasn't it at CBS? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. But that that restaurant row, I thought that I had it so great back in the day. There, you got <laughs> Kukuru Baja Fresh. Yeah, there was a couple others there. But there was like Baja a Marie Callender's there. Good Marie, Marie calendars, calendars there, yeah. yeah. And but all of those are like are like husks, I feel like now, right? Like Marie Calendars, we went to one with with Scott Ackerman and, and it's in mm-hmm. cool up. It's holding on for it felt like it was holding on for dear life. Baja Fresh Nick, we've gone over this in my uh, a few times where we thought that that was like one of the good burrito places, and it was back in the day. And it just has gotten destroyed by. It's really by, fallen off. It, it was really bought by Wendy's, off. and yeah, it's it's just sort of uh, gradually the quality eroded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I know one thing that that went in that stretch is they threw in a uh, they they put a a counter burger in there, and That's right. that was oh. you know counter counter's pretty solid. I'll get counter on occasion. Mm-hmm. And you know who's right across the street from there? Speaking of hacky, mm-hmm. Peter Griffin. The Family Guy offices are right across the street. Really, I didn't know that. That is true. Wow. Do you think uh, Quagmire ever gets lunch at that Marie Callender's? <laughs> him, him in Cleveland? Who Who's Quagmire? Uh, he's I've, the horny I've, guy. Okay, I've never seen a full episode of this show. Mm, and so I know, yourself. I think I know Peter Griffin. Lois? Yes. Lois Bri- is, Brian is the son? Brian mm-hmm. is the son. Stewie, Stewie is, is the, the baby. baby. And there's a dog? Brian is a dog. Brian is a dog. Chris is the dog. Oh, did we say Chris? Chris. Chris is the son. Never. I couldn't. Have I told love you how that. this is the top. Family Guy comes up, and Emma's like, "I got to get on mic. I got. I got. I got." <laughs> I have fallen asleep to Family Guy so many times. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's Paul. I, I wonder what we. I wonder what you would. I wonder if you would enjoy Family Guy. I think Family Guy is funny. I and 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 funny people I know, uh, you know, have worked on Carl it. Carl Tart have, loves Family Guy. Carl loves one of the Family funny. Guy. Who's funnier? And he he loves the show. I that True. lots of funny. I think it's a, it's a generational thing. People younger than us. Uh, yeah. It's it's like this. It's like what The Simpsons was to me. You know, mm-hmm. for them. Give me a Roses Rose comic strip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a drabble man myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Lockhorns. I don't. I haven't read like the funnies in a million years, and I have no idea what's out there anymore. 
Because I'm yeah. sure there's some like ancient stuff that is still going on. Like a, a, a great grandson has taken it over and it's you know survived <laughs> into the 21st century. But I have I just have no idea what's out there. Well, that's what happens with Heathcliff. Heathcliff is, has has passed ownership to you know it's like three authors removed from the original creator now, and the current person who write who writes Heathcliff is a fucking maniac and just does like these weird like Dadaist punchline absent you know single panels that are just confusing. They're just like tone wow. poems. Yeah, Nick uh, Nick is Nick is Mathis. Dilbert takes place on the Capitol steps now. Every comic strip. <laughs> He's a super right wing <laughs> asshole, right? Yeah, Scott Adams. It, it, yeah, any Scott name Adams. searches. So, uh, let's see. Let's see if I can find a Heath, some Heathcliff comics. We'll just sit silently as you search them, out of respect. Uh, George Gately is the was the original author. <laughs> okay, wait. Here we go. Okay. Let me. This this one. You know what? This one is probably too good of a joke for a typical Heathcliff. Let me. I think I one. disagree. I think I like Heathcliff. I, we'll I've kind of come around on it, but we'll, I'll share this one. Okay, so here's the first one. So as we can see, uh, oh, this, is a, this is an older man. I'm going to zoom in here. Here we go. I'm zooming in. This is an older man, and he okay, is, this one yeah, is wonder, tough. And uh, he's walking out of, a, of, a, of an establishment. He's got Heathcliff balanced on his head. He's got a fishbowl balanced on top of Heathcliff's head. He's leaving the chiropractor, and the punchline is he's a regular. Which I guess I, kinda, I do get I kind of get the joke there. I think there's kind of a joke there. It's kind of a Now, line. okay, let's figure out what the joke is and see if we all agree. <laughs> okay. The I, Okay, so on the one hand, the, the most obvious to me, I guess, is because he's doing this stuff, he needs to go to the chiropractor a lot because he's yes. constantly balancing things on his head. Right. Mm. Or could it be yeah. that he goes to the chiropractor to be able to do this, which he couldn't do before. That's like also to possible. somehow make a super back. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I think you're right. I, I think it's the super back it. scenario. It might be it super back. It doesn't make any sense at all. Also, is that, that's what Heathcliff looks like now? This is what he looks like. Yeah, he's a little little squat man, orange man. guy. All right, here's one. Um, he's doing a good. picture... This is pretty good. This is pretty good art here. Yeah, he's doing a pa- Heathcliff is doing a painting of of the Jaws poster. Mm-hmm. Uh, in place of the swimming woman is a is the is his owner. I guess I've never I've never understood the relationship between this the two one, of them. This one made me laugh. <laughs> uh, this one made me laugh. And it says you forgot to feed Heathcliff. This one's pretty good. He's this imagining his owner being eaten by a shark because he's hungry. That's good. All right. Right. But we go. of course the that's flaw a, a is Heathcliff can paint an elaborate painting, but he can't feed himself. <laughs> Can't operate a can opener. All right, this one. This one is closer to a typical Heathcliff. Okay. I would say this is closer closer to a replacement level okay. Heathcliff. This is tough. An older woman. She is sitting, uh, <laughs> and she's got a Jack in the Box, and out of the Jack in the Box has popped a Heathcliff's head in place of the Jack's head. And there's a little boy looking at the scene, saying, "Eventually, you'll meet him in person." And also peeking around the corner at this, witnessing this a. Uh, uh, Unseen is Heathcliff himself. Is Heathcliff right? And I guess his owner's house. I, I I don't know. I think in his owner's house. Has this lady been a super fan of his and was hoping to meet him someday? And then this is like baby steps towards meeting the actual Heathcliff. Did Heathcliff make this kid do this? Yeah, <laughs> he kind of seems like he's been put up to it. 
especially with him looking over his shoulder. Yeah. Is there a possibility yeah, that the man and woman more. are married? Oh, it's moved on to a new one. Yeah. They, they could be, but I, I don't know what their yeah. relationship is. Uh, all right. Here's one. Okay. This one, this one is okay. This, okay. All right. You made your point. Very often what's happening in a Heathcliff is that we're seeing two characters who are witnessing the panel that we're witnessing and they're commenting. The dialogue is coming from them commenting on the action. So in this case, it's two birds in a tree uh, Mm -hmm. and we are seeing Heathcliff (laughs) jump into the arms of not the same woman as the previous comic, a a different older woman who's got her arms outstretched on her porch. Heathcliff is jumping into her arms. From a great height, it looks like. From a great height, one of the birds is saying... Is it four o'clock already? Now this one I just can't. Cliff, what the fuck are you talking about? I can't even tell. It's I can't even. That's a thing that they do at four o'clock. I guess so. At at four p.m. every day, Heathcliff takes like a running jump, goes ten feet in the air, and this woman (laughs) waits for him to land. And they've done this so many times at the same hour that the birds have noticed and they are clocking this and saying, mm-hmm. okay, we know what time it is because Heathcliff is doing this. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. don't know, it, you, I guess you are supposed to like bust a gut over that. This guy is just like marking time until he can pass it off to someone else. <laughs> like it's some deal, like you will inherit this money if you can draw Heathcliff. <laughs> For you know, <laughs> ten years, you will inherit the Heathcliff fortune, and then you can be done with it. Yes, it's like there was nothing in there about quality or making sense. <laughs> uh, we I should talk what hot Heathcliff dog fortune stick. is now. I uh, yeah, yes, yes. Let's talk. Let's let's talk hot dog on a stick. I um, it's got to be pretty good. He's pretty substantial for marketing and. Yeah, it's not Garfield, but he's it's a it's a pretty well known. Uh, all the Heathcliff toys we... you see all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so hold, hold on, Nick. Before, but look, we we yeah. we we got we got we got to close something up here quickly. Okay, quickly. Yeah, Paul, I am sorry that I pocket dialed you. I am. <laughs> Mitch, that's fine. That's totally fine. I accept your apology. It didn't impact my life negatively in any way. Uh, it was amusing, if anything. But thank you. I accept your apology. You're a good man. I. It's it's horrifying to me that you would have had overheard me like, like talking to my mom or like complain like, being like I'm tired. You know, like just being a baby. Like a like a just just hearing being a me. Baby, it yeah. changed me. <laughs> one time, one time my wife pocket dialed me, and she was talking with her mother. And they were like taking a walk or something, and I started to listen, and then I stopped because I, I really I had an yeah. overwhelming feeling of, oh no, this is none of your business, and I got really yeah. I got, like freaked out, like oh shit, I like it, it went from funny to shameful for me in the space of five seconds. I've had that happen as well, where someone pocket and then I'll listen for a few minutes, and then I, and then I get out of there scared, but but I, <laughs> I never I'm so confused as to what happened that I was. Saying hello to you, just what a what a what a true what a true message. I think you must have taken your phone out of your pocket and you saw that a call was active and you thought someone had called you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm not in your phone and my name doesn't come up. That's not true. You are in my phone. So no, that so I don't this know. this makes it even whatever. This makes it no. This, it's <laughs> cool. I don't have to be. And th- this makes it even more confusing. 
<laughs> we'll ne- look. We'll never get to the bottom of this. Yeah, we'll. My we question to you is how. I don't even know how it would happen. If you're not in my phone, then that's even more confusing. Mitch, you, you must really be. You must be in his phone. Here's here's how it happened, and I can't believe you're being so naive. It's the five G. The five G is making things like this happen. There you go. <laughs> and Steve Dole Jobs Boys listeners is collecting will agree. all of this stuff, and then he's going to start the new Lolita Express, and <laughs> then your name will be on those logs, and then mm-hmm. you'll see where it leads. Well, okay. I'm going to try to fly on it anyways, so I, I think my name. <laughs> I mean, it's an express. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm going to be Diamond Medallion. We, gotta, we, we, we brought up Hodgman earlier. I gotta, I, I, there has to be some sort of coronation for my, my Diamond Congrats. Medallion status. Agreed. Thank, That's I'm right. Very, yeah, you've been, you've been flying so much because you've been working in, mm-hmm. in New Orleans, and so you've been flying. And then be, before, that, you were, before that, you were working in... Atlanta, Hotlanta. That's right. You're in Hotlanta, so you've been you, you, flying back and forth to L.A. so many times. You acquire accrued quite the mm. mileage. Look mm. at now, you. Mitch, for people who don't know, you're the lead in Interview with a Vampire, which is coming out on AMC soon. <laughs> <laughs> there, it's now a series. I'm the lead. That's right. And the, the basically the whole thing is I'm just pissed that I'm a vampire. It's I'm just annoyed by having right. to be yeah. a vampire. Yeah, yeah, this sucks. Funny. It's just me complaining. <laughs> um. I want some crawdad and gumbo. That's Arnold down on the bike. I thought that would be fun to do him. Sure, him yeah, that's da- fun. Kind of a hat him on a da- hat, but is it a is it a play on anything? No, it's just a thing nope. you would say. Okay, yeah, sure. I want a crawdad and some gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would be fun to where you think you're going to hear a, a bayou and instead it's Arnold. I thought that would be right. fun. Um, yeah. Anyways, moving on. We'll, we'll edit that out. Um, hot dog on a stick, Nick. Have, I'm curious, Mitch, have you been to this place before? Had you no. been to this, Shane? You, so this was also your maiden voyage. Wow. Wow. So the East wow. Coasters don't get it, but it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a West Coast. Nick, from what I, and you, you don't kind of let, you, you can never tell with you, if you ever had any childhood joy, and I mean that, I mean I know that you liked video games, but you, sure. you don't you don't talk about stuff like that too often. Where I talk about it constantly of of things I loved in Quincy in, in my childhood and things that I uh, that I loved growing up. You hit you hit on it sometimes, but this seems to be one of them for you. This seems like a place that you loved as a kid. Yeah, not necessarily a, like that. I have a, a childhood nostalgia for it because my food mm-hmm. the fall the food court at my mall didn't have one. It was more oh. of of. It was more of a, you know, that was more of like an Orange Julius, you know, Sparrow sort of th- situation. Um, and, uh, but, but I've, you know, but I've been a bunch. Like, I just, if I see a hot dog and a stick, I'll go because I love corn dogs. And I, you know, I, I just, I, and I love hot dogs in general, but, you know, like, I think mm. they do a really good corn dog. And I think they, their, their deep fryer work, I think, is very solid. Someone's doorbell is ringing. It's my not doorbell. Mine. This is, this is insane. Why does this okay, always go- happen? Hold on. I'll be right back. Okay, Mitch is going to step away. I'm back. All right, Mitch, Welcome what back. happened? Um, it was, it was the Schwarzenegger estate, and they told me to cease and desist. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I've never had a crawfish, one single crawfish. Um, you, need, was, you need to stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> God damn it. 
He's just done so much better with the Arnold stuff. I'm the one who introduced Arnold and Nick. Uh, I can't do the, the voice. Park. I can't do the voice. Also, I think that's a Stallone movie. Uh, the oh, yeah, thought, it, look, is. You, <laughs> it is a Stallone movie. I realize that. <laughs> so hot dog and a stick. They it is exactly as it sounds. They they mm-hmm. have you know they have a hot dog and a stick. They have they have they, that's their main thing. That's their flagship item. It's it's a it's a fucking corn dog, and you can get mm-hmm. a, a, a Nathan's famous all beef hot dog. You can get a turkey dog, or you can get a veggie dog. Nice. They have that that variety. I've had them all, and I will honestly say like this. It's just like it's so much batter that I can't yeah. really tell the difference. Like I can't really like you same know, I, same yeah yeah. I I had the, I was I don't know why I was, but I was kind of surprised that there were so few. Uh, items on the menu, like there's a lot of different drinks. Mm. You can get things certain ways. There's a there's a variety of corn dogs, but they are all corn dogs. But I guess I I don't know why I th- I I guess I'm used to places like that having a bunch of different shit that they're trying to sell you, and this place is like this is what we do and that's it. One hundred percent, and I—that's yeah. one thing I kind of like about this place. They do mm-hmm. that. They do the hot dogs. They also do cheese on a stick, which I like. Which is it's it's. If you actually process what you're eating, it's revolting because it's a it's a big block of cheese that they batter and deep fry. And mm-hmm. it's probably if you get like I I, I opt for pepper jack because I'm something of a heat seeker. But like, you know, like I've gotten American before and that is just so gooey. And it's basically four slices worth of American cheese, just like in a in a cubed form factor and deep fried. It's just a lot. Uh, yeah. It's very much like a like a like a state fair food, but you can just have it for a workday lunch. Uh, they have fries and then they have their, their funnel cake sticks, which are a newer, newer item. And then they also have what they call their hand stomped lemonade. And I think that's part a of newer the, item, huh? The, yeah. The, I think uh, part of the, they, I, they haven't had always had them. Maybe they've had them for 20 years at this point. I don't fucking know, but they're not a thing that's always been on the menu. Mm-hmm. And the hand stomped lemonade is a, it's like a thing that they're known for is that you'll see like a teenager back there, like sweating and, and pumping the lemonade. In fact, that older gentleman, the older me, Asked one of the the workers that he was on a first name basis with. He was like, "You get your workout in yet? Meaning, did you pump the lemonade yet?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't know if I like that either. I, I feel like there was an aspect. There used to be an aspect to it that it would be like young women would be primarily the employees, and they would wear yes. like little shorts or whatever. And then the idea was it, you could like pervily watch them make the lemonade or something. This is all absolutely this a is layer all, to it. Yes. Just, I just want people to know this is what I heard. <laughs> this is not something I ever witnessed, <laughs> but this is something that I heard. <laughs> Jeez. No, they have very distinct uniforms, which I think were, you know, have certainly become fetishized. And mm. and yeah, very oftentimes it's younger people working there, it's teenagers working there, and you, there's there's a point where you can see them, you know, get a little workout in. Between that and Muscle Beach, stop or the spoon man will shoot. <laughs> hey Mitch, are you comfortable? <laughs> I, I want the listener to know Mitch could not be smaller in the frame of this Zoom. He's all the way reclined. <laughs> I've never. Wally sat on my lap. Sure. And you're like, hey, well, I got no choice but to take it easy. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, boy. Look, maybe I should sit upright and maybe we do better in the episode. Maybe I'll be more on my game. But when Wally comes and sits on your lap, there's not much you can do. He, he, sure. You see him here? You got him. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's more prominent in the frame than you are. <laughs> Adorable maybe slap the feline. cans on him. And see, see how he does. <laughs> Um, I, I, I don't like, I don't like the sound of hand pumped lemonade. I don't, I, I just don't like the, the hand pumped lemonade doesn't sound appealing to me. So I get if it was like a horn, like, you know, there's some sort of like a uh, horny aspect to this, uh, well, it's hand smashed. This. It's not hand pumped. Oh, yeah, hand stomped. I think is the, hand the specific verbiage, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, like the- they're crushing the lemons and making the juice. Yeah, and okay. and if you it you know the it's kind of like someone working a um a, 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 like an old time detonator you know it's like it's like that kind of motion it's like it's sort of a plunging full body motion. Oh, okay. As if you're like uh, one yeah. of those old rail cars. There you go. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the hand pumped rail car. Yeah. Funny enough, I didn't think my lemonade was good. Really fascinating. I, yeah, I liked my I lemonade. I liked my lemonade. I'm not sure if they gave me the the light lemonade. They possibly did. Mm. But that's that that's kind of what it tasted like. It tasted like a a, a light, it tasted like a watered down lemonade. But I also got myself the frozen cherry lemonade and that was very good. So I got regular old lemonade. I ordered the large which I was not prepared for cuz it was gigantic. It was a, a big huge boy. lemonade. Um and I maybe had I don't know like a a sixth of it and threw it away. It was it was a lot yeah. of lemonade. Um, but it was good. I thought it was good. I, I got a medium. I, I got a medium coconut lemonade, and mm, uh, which is just they, you, you know, they have their it's their hand stomped lemonade, and they 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 put a little of their coconut syrup in it. Uh, I thought it was delightful. I thought it was it was a really good lemonade, and I actually like you know I love coconut. It's a good flavor, and I think this mm. was a good execution of it. I got the regular, and yeah, similarly, it's it's. That their sizes are are not messing around. Like I got the small fries, mm. and their small fries is like a large cup of soda, basically worth of fries. It's a, it's a, you're getting a lot of food there, and um and and similarly, like I was like I had I mean I had to tell myself I had to exercise restraint. I had to be like don't drink this whole thing because mm-hmm. I knew it was like 800 calories of just liquid sugar. Yeah. I, I drank about a third of it and I had, I dumped the rest because it was yeah. just it was really good, mm. but it's just so so sweet. Let me ask you. Did you mm-hmm. like coconut when you were younger? I did. Yeah, I, I did. did not, but I like it now. Interesting. But yeah, especially because you'd get like a a chocolate covered coconut. I feel like was always like a for for a child when you would bite into a chocolate and it would have yeah. coconut in it. Like on it's Halloween, you get you get like a Mounds or an Almond Joy or whatever, and you're like, nah, I'll still eat it, but I'm not yeah. happy about it. No, I was into that shit. I'll be like, I'll take your mounds. <laughs> I'd, I'd, mounds I'd get, I'd get a snowball. I'd get the, the I'll take your snowball. mounds. <laughs> <laughs> your boots and your motorcycle. Uh, so, Mitch, did you freeze? Did Mitch no, freeze? Wa- no, I, I'm here. <laughs> you're just so mo- you're so relaxed and motionless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you, well, do you, do you see do you see Wally Wally is Wally's freaking out. Do you see him barking? Yeah, what's going on? No, he's barking at something. He's going nuts. Barking. <laughs> do you wait? Have you thought Wally was a dog this whole time? Oh boy, Mitch. this is embarrassing. 
Wow. Splints' his bowl is always filled with dog food, never eating it. <laughs> Starving. What, what was your uh what was everybody's full order? Uh yeah, so I'll get I, I had a I had a turkey hot dog and a stick. I got a cheese on a stick pepper jack, as I mentioned. I got a fries, small fries. I got the coconut lemonade, and I also got an order of the funnel cake sticks, which I'd never had before. Mitch, mm-hmm. how about yourself? I got myself the sampler platter. I got Uh-oh. that comes with th- that you comes. With, you this. got the same thing, Paul. I did. Wow. I got, it comes with four. Your choice of four. Four stick I got items. Four stick items. Um, which you there's only I think there's only five options unless yeah. you can just <laughs> so you can get four of the five unless yeah. you can just get a stick with nothing on it which I don't think Although, you can do but there are four there are four dog there are five dogs including a veggie dog but there's I guess there's also this cheese stick which I just completely missed are you saying mm-hmm. it's just cheese that's on a stick that's deep fried in batter okay yeah exactly. I didn't even yes I didn't even clock that on the menu American cheese on a stick pepper jack cheese on a stick those are the, those i got those two i got a beef dog on a stick and a turkey dog on a stick those were okay. my those were my four and that also comes i got with some french fries with that as well um yeah and i also got myself the funnel cake sticks mm-hmm. aside from the sampler platter to try almost everything on the menu uh paul what did you what did you get for the sampler platter i got the sampler with uh turkey beef um uh uh, cheese and pepper jack cheese, but like in the with a hot dog in it. <laughs> with oh, a wow. hot dog in it. Yes. Wow. Is that does am I? Uh, does this make sense? Did I? <laughs> no, I mean I just I I normally think the the cheese on a stick for me is is I've always thought of it as like a a standalone item. I didn't realize right. you could do a combo of cheese and and a and a dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was. Wow. Um, yeah, I I also could not tell the difference between the the beef and the turkey because of the breading, um, yeah. mm-hmm. but they were the only two that I I finished. I finished both of those, um, and I got the um, uh, the funnel cake sticks, which I thought were good. I thought they were, they were really real good. good. Yeah, yeah. The I funnel cake sticks I think are really good. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I thought they stop. were good as well. Uh, I, I'm surprised when you said that they were a newer, um, they were a newer item because I the, the, it tasted like a tried and true. Mm-hmm. menu item i thought that this is like oh i get why people would love this the fries were good i liked the fries the fries were almost sweet to me they tasted almost sweet i don't know if there was because they were preparing them with these funnel sticks or what the deal was but Could be yeah maybe they're in the same oil i didn't i i didn't notice a, a sweetness I, I i haven't noticed a sweetness i do like that they have a little bit of seasoning on them you know they're not mm-hmm. just plain fries i think they got it they got a decent amount of seasoning on there uh yeah i think they're, they're, they're good like kind of shoestring style fries I almost got the fries, but then I did. I I realized I've never heard anybody mention those fries ever, and I thought mm, sure. I probably don't need to get them. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, if, if if you need a side with your corn dog, they're fine. Yeah, there was an option to put chocolate sauce on the funnel cake sticks, Jesus, or raspberry sauce, and I I didn't I didn't I did not take that option. Yeah, I didn't um, do it either. My favorite dog was the beef dog. I like the beef dog and Wags. Of the two cheese sticks, I liked the pepper jack cheese stick more. Mm. Um, I could taste the turkey. I could taste. I they were both good though. I liked the turkey dog and the beef dog. I thought they were both tasty. I thought I, I, I agree. T- yeah, they, I good. could tell a slight difference, but dog. they were both both pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like just a hot dog more than I like a corn dog. Is that weird? 
No, no, it's not weird at all. In fact, I think okay. that's a normal conventional opinion, and I'll agree with you. I like corn dogs, but but it's, mm. it's situational. Like I, I'm not always yeah. craving a corn dog, and if I could only pick one, I'd pick hot dogs. Yeah, corn dog is not something I ever crave, and uh, because it always, I retain the memory of how it makes me feel, because um, it always yeah. feels like just too much. It's so much, and there's yeah. something about that batter that's just like. Man, oh man, it really sits in your stomach and it just knocks you out. Like I'm, I'm done for the day. Like I'm, I'm exhausted right now. Yeah. <laughs> th- th- this I'm isn't a beat. perfect comparison. Yeah, this isn't a perfect comparison, but it's kind of like the difference between like a burger and a patty melt. Whereas a patty melt yeah. is just like so much heavier. Yes. because you've got that griddled bread with a bunch of extra, you know, a, a bunch of extra butter slathered on it. Yeah, and it's just yeah, that yeah, that'll knock you out. Whereas I could, I can, I can handle a regular burger, but it's got to yeah. be a, a once in a once in a blue moon sort of thing. Absolutely. I remember I was at the Simpsons movie premiere when I first started to okay. work at. Okay. The Simpsons. Very cool. Yeah. Congrats. Just at the after party, Calpacus uh-huh. brought me. Um. <laughs> And I was in line for, there was like deep fried, they had like a deep fried stand. And I was in line behind Lloyd from Entourage, who ordered. Wow. <laughs> what a story. I was in line behind Lloyd from Entourage, Entourage, who ordered a deep fried Snickers. And I saw the deep fried Snickers come out on like a stick. And I got out of line. I, I decided not. <laughs> I decided not to get one, which is me. I yeah. was like, I'm not. This is fucking disgusting. It's too like much. a real Ebenezer Scrooge moment where you saw <laughs> you saw your future. You're like, no, I I choose. I'm gonna I'm gonna be different from now on. <laughs> that was. I, I think Lloyd probably had a. I don't know his real name, so I'm sorry for insulting him that way. But I'm sure that he had a great time with the with the deep fried Snickers. But I. I just I couldn't do it, and so I'm I'm with you, Paul, on that way of, it's it's a it's 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 a it's a lot. It's it's a it. it the, it's a lot. Just it's 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 a lot. It's too. I mean, and Nick, the, like you were saying, the the deep fried cheese is just is way too much. I mean, I, I like a. Uh, it was tasty. It's kind of like a mozzarella stick in a little way, and the and mm. the uh, especially the 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 one that had the kick, the pepper jack one has a little kick to it. The American cheese one, I can't, especially if you let that sit for just a minute, it's just congeals and is yeah. is not great. But the the hot dog, the beef hot dog on a stick was really good. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. It was it it, it it's it's tasty. Yeah. Um, I can only do mustard on corn dogs. Like I, I try to put a little ketchup on there, but it, I, and I'm a guy who likes ketchup on hot dogs. I don't care what all of Chicago says. Um, but only only mustard on on a corn dog. I don't I don't think uh I don't think anything else kind of works on it. That's so. what I did too. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah, mustard just 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 standard yellow mustard and that that's yeah, I I did have a little ketchup and honestly I think the ketchup works better with the cheese on a stick. Kind of like dipping a grilled cheese mm. in some ketchup which mm. you can do, but Okay. But but I it's it's mustard is absolutely superior on a hot dog to ketchup for sure. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, look, there there's not a, there's not a ton to say here. Because this is a very mm. simple chain. It's a streamlined mm. menu, as PFT mentioned. It's they've they've been doing the same thing since since 1946, and you know that's I they do it to a degree of competency. So I guess we should get to our final thoughts here. Oh, oh by the way, besides that location you went to, Nick, so many of them just in malls. They're mostly oh, yeah. Glendale malls. Mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, the Muscle Beach location is is a standalone one, but they're almost all. But that one's even there. It's part of the Santa Monica Pier, which is kind of like an outdoor shopping center. So it's basically, yeah. you know, basically at a mall. Yeah, they're 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 a mall fixture. They're like a Charlie's Cheesecake or or cheese cheesesteak rather, which we reviewed in a previous episode, or uh, the uh, the fucking like an Auntie Anne's pretzels or Cinnabon. Yeah, in fact, mm. you'll you oftentimes see them alongside them or lids. Um, or lids. I went to the I went to the the <laughs> Glendale Galleria for the first time and. I don't know how many years um, it was. It was wild to be there to be there again, and very yeah. hard. I, here's what I would say: uh, just a quick sidebar about the Galleria. Mm-hmm. Their directory is a uh, is a lighted screen, very hard to read, especially yeah. if you're wearing prescription sunglasses, mm-hmm. which renders everything. Uh, you know, it it does not work with that sort of LED screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I wanted to go it. to the lids, and I couldn't find it. You can't push it. You <laughs> can't touch it. You can't make it bigger. Yeah, you can't touch it. Yeah, can't touch that. Mm-hmm. I like lids. lids I'll go to great. a lids. Lids is great. They got yeah, a lot absolutely. of ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. You know what? It's like hot dog and a stick. You know what you're gonna fu- gonna fucking get? They have in store exclusives sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For a yeah, hat I guy, it. I gotta check it out. You gotta. They, you know what they gotta do? They gotta get one by Muscle Beach. They gotta get a lids down by Muscle Beach. Oh man, can you imagine, Mitch, if they had a fucking lids at Muscle Beach? <laughs> <laughs> game changer it would be in all in. the all the opening montages to let you know you're in LA for every movie <laughs> <laughs> the famous muscle beach lids <laughs> oh boy uh, I'll, um I'll I'll start with my final thoughts because I I've, I've been to this place a bunch and I I my my thoughts are pretty much in line with it's the thesis of this podcast mm-hmm. is, does the place do what it's attempting to do? This place, hot dog on a stick. It's right in the name. This is what we do. By the way. And I think they do it pretty damn well. I just want to say that if you want to see the see me put the fear of God into someone is walk with me into a lids. Because I uh, I got quite the dome, Wags, and I think that... <laughs> And the employees are like, oh, no. He's going to make this us build him a hat. <laughs> Do you know your size, Mitch? What's your size? What's your fitted size? I don't even know my fitted size. I, I, is eight and a half is big, right? Yes, it is, son. It's yes, pretty it big. is. Yeah. And yeah. I think it might be bigger than eight and a half. It's, I wow. Think it's, or, or it might be eight and a half. You might want to call the Guinness people if it's bigger than that. <laughs> Like eight is very big. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> noggin. They say a, a head weighs eight pounds, right? They say that, but well, one kid said head- that in Jerry Maguire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> was he wrong? They, they say. <laughs> uh, the, the hold on, I, I just want to say this real quick because I'm looking at I'm looking at various hat sizing charts. Mm-hmm. This one says a size eight half hat. Mitch says he's an eight and a half. A size mm-hmm. eight hat is the equivalent of a three XL. So you're talking I got like a three XL head. You got a three XL or a quad XL hat size. If we're talking about like, all right, you, you we don't have to noggin. break it down. If it's bigger than eight, have you tried like wearing a diving helmet? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> you can get your team's name like put on there somewhere. <laughs> a big. Brass diving helmet with a Boston B on it. I think that would look cool. <laughs> would be sick. <laughs> oh shit. Um, 
this, I think this place is, does. I think it's at least an eight, maybe an eight and a half. You gotta, I think, you I, gotta have your head measured. Look, we'll yeah. we'll do a Patreon episode. We'll measure your head. That's fucking. <laughs> that's an hour Perfect. of content. We'll do it. We'll get someone from Johns Hopkins to come out and measure your head. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the little shit from Jerry? Who's the little kid from Jerry Maguire? It's a Haley Joel Osment one. Jonathan right? Jonathan Lipnicki, Lipnicki oh, was the actor. Yeah. Oh shit, he's I, I mean, Jack I don't know if I, now. I shouldn't. Yeah, I don't know if I characterize him as a Haley Joel Osment wannabe. I mean, he's I don't want to get my ass kicked good by child actor. Yeah. <laughs> but was he full of it? Is the he- human head more than eight pounds? It's got to be. I I don't know. I don't know how much a human I head mean, weighs. I mean, human beings are different. I don't think that's you know a standard. <laughs> I don't think there's a standard head size. <laughs> You know, Shakespeare said the weight of a soul was twenty three grams. Hmm. So yeah, he loved the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> On average, a human head weighs anywhere from ten to eleven pounds. Dang! Wow. <laughs> See, I, I'm definitely more money. I, That'll I, be the next episode of the scale. Yeah, we'll all weigh our heads. <laughs> can we weigh Mitch's head? How do we do that? We do. We need a scientist to help us. You'd have to like lay down on a scale. That's all I could think is, yeah, you lay down on the floor and put your head on the scale. I mean. Yeah. I think that would work. We could try it. All right, we'll do that. That's a double two. Okay, Paul, great. Uh, <laughs> we won't ask you to do such things. We'll never ask you to do one of these fucking bullshit doubles. I would but, come uh, back for that. I want to know. <laughs> all right. The human brain only weighs about three pounds, though, so. Okay. I'm the under on that, too, so I make up something. Uh. <laughs> I make up something along the way. Um, Nick, this place is simple. I think. Yeah, it's simple. I, I don't think there's much. It's like reviewing Orange Julius, which we've never. Have we done? We've never done. I don't think we've done Orange Julius, but I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this just, just to wrap up my thoughts, and then I'll throw it to, I'll throw it to you, Mitch. Um, the, 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 yeah, it's, it's to me. And if I'm overselling it, maybe I've got some nostalgia working for me here. That's fine. I've been to this place a bunch. I like it. I like corn dogs. I like the cheese on a stick, which is a thing I have not really seen at any other fast food chain. Like, it's not like you just see that you'll see other places do a corn dog, but cheese on a stick feels like it's unique to hot dog on a stick. And I I think their fries are solid. I think their lemonade is solid to me. This is, this is a very, very like prototypical four fork chain. This is like exact like like like, mm. they, like they do exactly what they're trying to do and they do it well. So that's my thought. Four forks for a hot dog and a stick. Spoonman, what say you? Whew. Well, I think what they do, they do well. Um and I, and I and I you know, I, I they're they're they 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 they're doing what they're going, you know, what they're going for is this fun little Beachside or or stand standside, uh, you know, multicolored fry container. You're down yeah. at the beach. You get yourself a. You're down at Muscle Beach. You get yourself a, a corn dog. You're having a great day. And I don't know. It's it's hard. It's honestly hard for me to judge Nick because I'm like, this could be a four forker, but my lemonade wasn't as great as it could have been. But it, it's again, it's hand smashed, right? Hand smashed. So hand stomped. Damn it. Hand stomped. That is a weird. It thing. is. Your brain That's, doesn't want to accept it because it, uh, no. a foot stomps. Yes. yes. Foot, yes. A Stomp hand smashes. Yes. Strange. This is from Bioshock. <laughs> <laughs> hand stomped lemonades. I, I, but then the cherry one was really good. And then I really liked those funnel cake fries. 
Nick, here's the thing for me. I'm like, will I have a go here again? And you know what? I'll be back for seconds. Wow. Four forks. I'm four, going you're four going forks. four forks. Why not? I can't. Wow. I'm not going to shit on this place just because it's one of these places that you have got the little nostalgia for. I, I think it's good. I, I, it's just so simple. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing that's tricky for me is that I'm like, if there was a stand that just sold French fries or something and lemonade, what are you going to do? If it does a good enough job, I like it. I could see why people loved it as as kids. It gets four forks. It gets four forks for me. The, the wow. sticks are nice. They're fun. Mm-hmm. The sticks are nice. They are fun. PFT, I want to make it clear. That this is. A, I'm not going to take it as a personal affront if you give this place, hold this place in lower esteem. <laughs> you just say what's in your heart. Um, I will say this. Uh, uh, on the negative side for me personally, uh, uh, corn dogs are not my favorite. I still did enjoy eating it while I was eating it. Um, uh, a sort of positive and negative is they, it's a lot of stuff. Like when you order, it's a yes. lot of stuff. And um, even if you were just ordering a corn dog and like those, uh, the, the funnel cake sticks, it's a huge serving of funnel cake sticks, like way too much, you know, mm-hmm. for one person. Um, the drink was gigantic. Uh, yeah. And so it does sort of feel like wasteful <laughs> in that way. But on the other hand, <laughs> like uh, when normally at a place like that, you get, they kind of, they're very chintzy with what they give you. You know, they're kind of stingy mm-hmm. about the serving sizes and everything. So it was kind of refreshing in a weird way of like, wow, these guys give you a lot for your money um, when you when you buy this stuff. But ultimately when it comes down to, does this place live up to what it it says it is and what it's offering you i have to say 100 i'm not going to go back but i get why people uh i get why it's still around i get why it's successful and uh i have to give it four forks wow welcome to the golden plate club hot dog on a stick i was not expecting this look at this yeah. to the golden plate oh, club. i thought you were, i thought i thought you're gonna end that with like two forks <laughs> I mean, for 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 me to eat a thing that I don't really like that much and enjoy it, you know, mm-hmm. like I I did have to I did have to kind of stop myself from eating too much because I got that sampler and I'm only one guy and it's like I can't fucking eat four <laughs> four corn dogs. Yes, um, but I I I got it at the mall. I sat at the mall and ate it right there, and it was like it was a pleasant experience. I got to give it up. Wow. Well, there you go. Welcome to the Golden Plate Club. Hot dog and a stick. Give it up for the Glendale Gal- Galleria as well. Sure. Give it the up to the Malls of America. Ac- across the street from the Americana. Fucking Caruso doesn't own them. <laughs> I'm sure a great person owns the Galleria. <laughs> <laughs> when Calpacus and I were out and we were jokingly cheersing to Caruso uh, just recently. <laughs> To Caruso. We were doing that over and over again. Caruso running for mayor of Los Angeles, kind of the the Trump of L.A. (laughs) I've now outed us on the podcast, but. He tried Uh, to, for people who don't know, we're not uh, heavily embroiled in uh, L.A. mayoral politics. Um, (laughs) He's like a, he's like, is he a billionaire? Yeah, he's a billionaire. I think so. And he tried, he tried to essentially buy the mayoral race by uh, pretending to be a Democrat. And it was very funny that he could not do it outright. It was that was very mm-hmm. enjoyable. 
Yeah, he's now in the runoff, which he's expected to lose. But he, yeah, yeah it's 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 it is one of those things where it was kind of surprising how much juice he was able to get out of just like spending so much money to put his face up there. So and for people, he, he he got the Kardashian vote. <laughs> he yeah. did. He got a lot of celebrities. I saw an ad. They were running an ad during the NBA playoffs with Gwyneth Paltrow endorsing him. And she was like, she was like, I'm Gwyneth from the West Side, and I'm I'm with Caruso. <laughs> yeah. Gwyneth from the West Side. I haven't I, lived in Los Angeles since I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's look at one more Heathcliff. Uh, then we'll go to break. <laughs> this Dear is uh, this is now look. This is one of the classics that comes up when you go to the Heathcliff website. This is from January fifteenth, twenty fifteen. Uh, this one is and the colors a little blown out on my sh- on my screen share, but you can still get the idea. This is this making is me Heath- angry. <laughs> Heathcliff is on top of a brick wall uh, with a guitar wearing an egg costume Uh, there's a bunch of cats watching him play and to the Mm -hmm. side are two kids commenting on the action and one kid says to the other he's at the forefront of the Humpty Dumpty craze gibberish (laughs) absolute gibberish why does he have a guitar I don't know what, what is what could he be playing? He's at the forefront of the Humpty Dumpty craze. So there is a Humpty Dumpty craze that's happening in this universe. Yes, that's and what is saying. it exclusive to animal entertainers, or is it also who <laughs> who are the who are the the other pioneers of the Humpty Dumpty craze, and who who has been influenced by it? That's carrying on. That's helping make it a craze. And does it is it exclusively music, or is just Humpty Dumpty in everything? After after listening to myself throughout this episode and seeing that comic strip, I'm starting to question if I am the Heathcliff illustrator because that's on. <laughs> oh my god, that's about the level of comedy I've been doing for the last hour and a half. <laughs> Hi, Wally. Hey, Wally's back. Uh, there we wow, go. take a load off, Mitch. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Today's episode is sponsored by Lucy. Lucy is made for your nicotine routine and delivered straight to your door. It's 100% pure nicotine and always tobacco-free. Plus, Lucy has options. Choose your form. Pouches, breakers, or gum. Then choose your strength. 2 milligrams, 12 milligrams. Then choose your flavor. Mint, apple, ice, espresso, mango, and more. Save yourself from the weekly gas station stop and sign up for a monthly subscription to save 15% off. There's no commitment. You can cancel anytime. Lucy Breakers are what sets Lucy apart. Breakers are nicotine pouches, but with a tiny capsule inside. The capsule contains liquid flavor that saturates the pouch before it's even in use. Pop the breaker in your mouth, break it with your teeth, get it situated, and boom! Instant nicotine release when you need it. Now, Mitch, you and I are often texting with our good friend Raimondi. Mm -hmm. Raimondi was telling us that he has a favorite Lucy flavor. It is mango. He's crazy for mango. He's crazy for mango. You know what? If you ask him who his favorite SNL character was and his favorite Lucy flavor, it's the same answer. And hey, one fan says, the berry citrus is juicy as heck. So much flavor being tossed around. It's like an orgasm in my mouth. Thank you, Lucy. You so juicy. Damn. 
Let's level up your nicotine routine with Lucy. Go to lucy.co slash doughboys and use promo code doughboys to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That's lucy.co and use code doughboys to get 20% off and always free shipping. And here comes the fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Mitch, do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you have no idea where it's going? I do. And you know where it's usually going? Dave Thomas's pockets. Well, I know where mine is going. It's all those subscriptions. Mm. Think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, parenting apps, mm -hmm. it's when endless. Wendy's monthly. <laughs> I'm guilty of this. You're guilty of this. Mm. So we use Rocket Money to help us find out what subscriptions we're actually spending money on. And for me, it was eye-opening, and I had them cancel the ones I didn't want anymore. And that includes Doughboy's Patreon. Yeah, immediately. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. But also... Rocket Money even tries to get you a refund of the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Wow. Wow. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. That's rocketmoney.com slash doughboys rocketmoney.com slash doughboys welcome back to doughboys we're here with pft and hey it's time for a segment i've got a food related exam and mitch and paul must compete for superiority in another edition of slop quiz this is slop quiz you oughts a no edition all these questions are about the year 2002 oh this was it's compiled by our, our associate, by our associate producer, uh, Amelia Marino. We're going back 20 years in time to the year 2002. Okay. And uh, this, is, this is Amelia's setup. Mitch and Paul are transported 20 years into the past, the year 2002, and must correctly guess each chain restaurant's slogan for that time. The winner gets to stay in 2002. <laughs> so there you go. That's what's on what? the line. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I accept these terms. A simpler, a simpler time, I guess. Yeah. Oh shit! All right. Yes, a simpler okay. time. One year after nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First up, McDonald's, and I'll, there, there are there are three, uh, three options. This is multiple choice. Mm. I'll read you three options. Each option is an actual jingle, okay. or is an mm. actual slogan for this for this chain restaurant that was used at a certain point in time. You're to identify the two thousand two one. So first up. The chain is McDonald's. Here are your options. So what do we, do we ring in? Yeah, buzz in with your name. I'll read the options okay. and then buzz in with your name. McDonald's. A, we love to see you smile. B, I'm loving it. C, did Mitch. somebody say McDonald's? Paul. Mitch. I heard well, Mitch, Mitch first. was first. Yeah. B, I'm loving it. No, Mitch, I'm can sorry. Can I steal? Oh, my yes, Paul, God. I think it was, did somebody say McDonald's? No, you're both wrong. Oh, we love wow. to see you smile. What was it? Oh, we love to see you smile. We love to I don't see remember you that smile. at all. I don't remember is, it at all. That is a short-lived wow. campaign. 
it was a short-lived campaign just for the year 2002. I'm loving it comes the next year and is it has so year. from 2003 to present. And then wow. did somebody say McDonald's was before that? Wow. Uh, bah, all right, bah, next bah, up. Bah, bah. Next up, the other, uh, the other, the, the Pepsi to, to to McDonald's, Burger King. Ooh. Here are the options: A, it takes two hands to handle a Whopper. B, eat like a king, not a clown. C, at BK, you got it. C. Uh, Which ba- one ball. was the 2002? <laughs> Go for it, Paul. I'm gonna say C. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think you get it. <laughs> it is C. It is, it is C. C, so I'll give it no. to you. <laughs> At BK, you got it was their slogan in 2002. I don't remember that either, honestly. That is a... Another short-lived one, and this is an interesting thing. The at was an at symbol, so this would, must have been an early internet sort of thing. Oh, yeah, real rough, oh, real gnarly. Yeah, that's I feel bad. like the Whopper one. How old is that? Uh, that sounds vaguely familiar to me. Nineteen seventy-one. Dang. Oh, yeah. Shit. Old school, old school campaign. It takes two hands to handle a Whopper. When was the vicious clown one? Uh, Eat like a king, not the clown. Was for it was for two thousand six. That was probably in the thick that of like late? ironic wow. king. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. That, that felt like it could have been two thousand and two too. The could have M&M been yeah. era of sure. Uh, you know, yeah, sort of a new metal kind of slogan. But no, they went yeah. early internet. <laughs> uh, all right, ne- all right. Next up, Taco Bell. Here are your options. I think you'll recognize all three of these. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of placing the correct one in two thousand two. I think I know this. I think I'm gonna get this one. Okay, option A, Yokiero Taco Bell. B, think outside the bun. C, live moss. Mitch. I heard Mitch. Oh, fuck. I'm so confident. B, B, B. B, think outside the bun is correct. Yes. That was their slogan throughout the odds, 2001 to 2012. I feel like Yokiero was right before that. Just beforehand, yeah, ended in 2001. The voice uh, but, of yeah, Carlos Ellis Rocky. Great, great, great campaign. Great campaign. That's wild. And that, that dog, I believe, was named Gidget. And mm-hmm. uh, R.I.P. Gidget. Uh, but he died the, in a car uh, accident. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's with Santa now. All right, next up. <laughs> Uh, Mitch gets that one. <laughs> Next up, Wendy's. He also, yeah. I was gonna say, was he driving the Bronco with OJ as well? Gidget. He was. He in wasn't the, driving, he was but in he was the in the car. Yeah, he wasn't driving. Yeah. Oh, he was there. The, okay. the passenger seat. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. Next up, Wendy's. Rest in peace, Gidget. <laughs> okay. All right. Here are your well, options, Wendy's. A. a do what accident. tastes right. <laughs> B. It's hamburger bliss. C, the best burgers and a whole lot more. I have no memory of any of these slogans. I don't either. And I and I love Wendy's. I, 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 don't I know it. I know Go it. Go for it, Mitch. I, I, Paul, it's B. Ring in. Damn it! <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say it's B. <laughs> I gotta go to Emma. What? Emma, how should I rule on this? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> A tie. Maybe everybody gets a point. 
right, I'll give you both points. Is it B? <laughs> it is B. I was right. <laughs> You're right. We'll call Wait, it a didn't draw. Didn't ring in with my name. Yeah. Didn't ring in. Lost it on a didn't technicality, man. That sucks. <laughs> okay, it's not up at two apiece. <laughs> Few left. Next up, Arby's. Your options are A, it's good mood food. B, I'm thinking Arby's. C, satisfy your grown-up tastes. Paul. I don't know. Go ahead, Paul. I'm going to say it's B. I think it is B. It's not B, I'm thinking Arby's. <gasps> wow. That's really all. What are the other two? Other options. A, it's good mood food. Or C, satisfy your grown-up tastes. Oh shit! Both of these are bad. Grown up taste. They're both bad. They're real. <laughs> They're bad. both really bad. I'm gonna go A. No, it's C. Oh Satisfy your grown up taste was That's their the slogan worst. for 2001 to 2003. Really bad, and they they hadn't figured out how to market themselves. Now they think they've they've you know they've they've figured it out. Uh, they the they, they've kind of leaned into the irony. Uh, but the but I'm thinking Arby's. I could have sworn was an earlier one because it's in I Seinfeld. I thought that was really old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they it's 2005 to 2009. They wow. they pulled wow. it from Seinfeld. So there you go. Uh, uh, David Putty originated it. Does satisfy your grown up taste gross you out a little bit? Like it it's a little me gross. out a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. a little yes. gross. Yeah, it's skeevy for sure. <laughs> yeah. But it's also, what are you fucking talking about? Because you have horseradish? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have, yes, we're a little more um, adult than uh, these other fast food places. <laughs> a child doesn't eat roasted beef. <laughs> I right, still tied. Subway. Mm. Your options are A, eat fresh. Mm. B, big on taste, none on fat. C, the way a sandwich should be. Paul. Go ahead, Paul. My first thought was B, but I'm going to say C. C is good. No, I'm sorry. It's not C the way a sandwich should be. That was from 1990 to 1996. Mitch? Fuck. I bet a lot of money. I'm going to have to go with Mitch. I'm going to say Mitch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good job. Well done. And uh, Good job, bitch. A, eat fresh, like uh, John Lovitz would say. Mitch, you get this one. It was the slogan from 2001 to 2015. Wow. There wow. was an interim. 2001 away, to 2015. And then they brought it back in 2020. It's now the slogan again. Eat fresh. Right. So wow. 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 Yeah, staying wow. power. Uh, okay. There was no. I, I, uh, two more. Jar- there was never like Jared's home or anything like that. There was never a. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine Jared's home? how creepy that would be in retrospect? Jared's home. Jared's coming to get you. Jared's watching. Subway. Uh, Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's. Are your, uh, Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's the same chain with two different names depending on where you are. West or east of the Rockies. Option A. Funny that they wouldn't think that that is creepy back then, even. Even even when they knew nothing was wrong, to just say, Jared's watching. <laughs> but, they, but they didn't, Mitch. But they did it. It wasn't real. Do you think Paul was saying real slogans? All right, go ahead. What's the next one? <laughs> Carl's Jr. Hardee's. A, if it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. 
B, without us, some guys would starve. Or C, some guys don't do 49 Cent Tuesdays. Oh, they're all so bad. Fucking horrible. (laughs) These are awful. Paul. Yes, Paul. I think it's A, because I think this was uh, Paris Hilton days. Um, mm-hmm. when uh, like they were showing people eating these fucking disgusting <laughs> hamburgers and getting shit all over their face. Uh, that was happening, but that was a little bit before this. This was just after that era. That campaign was was mostly in the nineties. This is a tough quiz. I would I was yeah, I've been with quiz. Paul on a lot of these. I thought it was a. I thought it was a. Mitch, I'm just gonna take a guess. But this isn't fun to just take a guess. Sure Why it is, isn't it? Sure it is. Explain your logic. C. Uh, Mitch, you're correct. Their slogan for the year 2002 was some guys don't do 49 cent Tuesdays. That's insane. In fact, if I remembered what it was, I would have guessed B. Doesn't make any sense. A weird thing to say more than once, even if you were going to say it once. (laughs) I don't even remember 49 cent Tuesday. That must have been like a McDonald's thing or something. They must have had 49 cent Tuesdays, and they were just like, we're not that, I guess. Why don't those guys do that? It seems like a good deal. (laughs) (laughs) Some guys are bad with money. (laughs) It's like a Heathcliff caption. It's like him, like, blowing a bubble. You could have put that caption under any one of those cartoons that you showed us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, last one. Okay. Uh, and Mitch is, Mitch is going to win, So, but this, but this one's just for funsies. I'm uh, stuck in 2002? Yeah, you're stuck in 2002. You can affect the great world change, Mitch. You can. With the knowledge that you have of what happens Uh-oh. after 2002, you could affect great yeah. change. Oh. Hey, You've been, you been paying attention, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's Long too John- early. All right. Too early. For, too late for 9-11, rather. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> True. The one bad thing that happened? Yes. <laughs> I would probably just try to get 19-year-old me to kiss a woman, I think, is probably what my, my uh, goal would be. <laughs> <laughs> not succeed <laughs> not succeed <laughs> get my ass kicked by 19 year old me <laughs> you and your 19 year old self are just roommates now <laughs> as you wait out <laughs> these years you've already lived wait this is not a bad idea <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad it's, it's kind of like, pretty good no one steal this that's a great idea that's a that's a great animated show uh yeah all right yeah my 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 roommates myself hey i'm i'm into it uh final one long john silvers for funsies your options are a we speak fish b that's what i like and c how can you resist easily so generic yeah (laughs) go ahead paul uh i don't remember what they are i'm gonna say b It's it's not that's what I like, which was their slogan in 2012. So sure. it's we speak fish or how can you resist? Those are your Mitch. options. Yeah. A, we speak fish. Nope. Although that was their slogan in 2011. In 20, 2002, their slogan was how can you resist? Jesus. So little effort. And easily, that's just the, it seems The like. writer's room <laughs> wanted to go home. That's one of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Hey, that was a that was that was a slop quiz. Mitch, you stay in two thousand two. Uh, Paul, Shit. you get to retain in the prison era. Uh, and uh, hey, that brings us to the feedback. Just like a restaurant value feedback, let's open the feedback today. We have an email from. This is a bit of a longer one. Writes. I'm a flight attendant for United Airlines, and it seems like recently you have had a lot of questions and comments about flying. It's true. I loved your old review of Delta Sky Club, with John Hodgman, incidentally, but I'm hoping for a review of United's Polaris Lounge. You do need a confirmed Polaris ticket to enter. That is the name for United's long-haul first class. While Delta is known for having the best food in flight, the Polaris Lounge is known as the best club lounge in the industry. Maybe if you guys ever do an international tour, you could pop into the lounge. I don't mean to sound too much like a homer, but even if I was out of the industry, I would not recommend Delta. I'm a union man, as are we, and Delta's extreme oh. anti-union efforts leave oh, a big bad leave a bad taste in my mouth. Mm, oh. The know about that. episode I say that I'm a Diamond Medallion member, for God's the way, sakes. The way that they abuse and work their flight attendants, then throw pennies at them to suppress unionization efforts, is offensive to those of us who work the same jobs oh, as them shit. and know how exhausting this job is. Uh, this job can be even with unions fighting for us. Anyway, love the show and look forward to seeing you live someday, maybe in Denver. Denver, a major hub. Uh, that would make sense at the that station there. And uh, and P.S. Did you know that flight attendants? This is insane. Yeah. Did you know that flight attendants didn't get pa- don't get paid during boarding and deplaning? Most people don't realize that the hardest parts of our job are the only parts we aren't paid for. Most only get paid when the door is closed. So if a flight is delayed, please be nice to flight attendants. They are also having to sit without pay, uh, w- like you. So I just found I, that I did out. not know that. That's insane. I couldn't believe it. How is that? Yeah. Fucked up. I mean, how 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 that was ever secretly negotiated is is just craven. It's criminal. Yeah. That it's like, why wouldn't that's that insane. count as 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 part of their work day? That's that's absolutely nonsensical. And I, uh, it's uh, it's beyond it's beyond disgusting. I couldn't believe it. It's insane. Yeah. To- totally bananas because like I'm just like yeah. they are they are working they're clearly working there's, there's they're there. no reason to be there. away yeah yeah exactly they're mm. they're it should start when they walk into the airport you know what I mean like that's I'm with you that's insane it's I I yeah. can't believe yeah I mean they're all fucked up <laughs> truly wild truly yeah. that, wild that is really that's a bummer to hear about uh, Delta I didn't know they were so anti-union I didn't know that either I mean that's a that is a bummer uh, but it's like make look, that diamond all, medallion coronation a little awkward. <laughs> but we're still going through with it, right? Of course. Yeah, I got to do it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. And, uh, and this, uh, this is a. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'm really, int- I'm really like the insight into the industry. That this is definitely stuff that I, that I didn't know. And so I, I appreciate the email. Thank you for your service because that's a, that's a fucking tough job. The, the, the. Yeah, I, I, I there, there just, is, there isn't a good one, right? That's part of the issue. Like, I get. It seems like maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, the, advocating for united a little bit as a company uh but i feel like there's not like it's it's the the cliche is and i, I was trying not to uh, trying to avoid saying it but there's no ethical consumption under capitalism which is just like it's mm. i feel like all these airlines are kind of bummers in various various ways right yeah yeah mm. do you know do you know know what i found out that plane uh the the jet at the at the beginning of top gun 2 have you seen top gun maverick paul i have not you haven't you seen it. it you gotta see it. oh it's my great. god what an experience. It's, it's great. Treat I've, yourself. I've heard Go to the cinema. I've, see Top Gun Maverick. It's I've fantastic. I've heard it's really fun. I've heard it's really fun. That jet could get you from L.A. to New York in 20 minutes. Holy shit. Is that true? That's a real plane? That's, 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 I'm, that, I mean, I don't know if it's a real plane. <laughs> okay. But I guess that jet. <laughs> Mitch, did somebody say this in the movie? 
look, it's a little factoid I'm going to tell the 19-year-old me as I'm waiting out. I'm going to be so bored for 20 years that I've already all I've seen all the same movies. Well, you also like you're such a guy who's on his phone that I feel like now you knowing what like knowing oh. that phones are to come and you're going to have like a decade without a smartphone. That's going to be Just gnarly. Waiting for the phone to be invented. Also, Mitch, you're yeah. you're forgetting like all the like gambling opportunities you could have, betting on shit. That's huge. Like, stocks you can invest in. Yeah, I'm gonna forget all that stuff. <laughs> I guess so. Will you start Doughboys? <gasps> no, great question. Uh, well, that's a, that is a great question. Also, a little earlier. Nineteen year old me. Saw me like Matt now me come back. You'd be like, ugh, I'm not gonna do whatever, whatever you tell me to do. I'm gonna do the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's gonna be he's gonna be disgusted. I think this is part of the this is part of the premise of the the show where the guy where the the uh, a future uh, guy is his own roommate is that he yeah. sees who he becomes and he tries to avoid becoming that, but mm-hmm. inevitably he just drives back become. towards his yeah, yeah exactly because yeah. they're the yeah. same guy and mm-hmm. the same guy yeah. And there's a real lesson in there. There is a real lesson <laughs> Probably. in there. Probably. That's what that's what's good about the show and that's that's why we're excited to pitch it to you guys is cuz it's like got comedy but it's also got heart. And so it's about like, you know, the lessons that we've we've lived ourselves mm-hmm. as going from, you know, 19-year-olds to to being guys of middle age. I hope we get 22 seasons on Fibu or whatever network. Love we'll- to be on Fibu. Uh what you guys are doing on Fibu is really exciting. <laughs> but seriously, this Love show to be in this space. This show's gonna be so funny and has so much heart, it's gonna make Ted Lasso look like Mindhunter. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a question or comment about the world, wait, of what was do we answer the what was the question? I don't. There really wasn't a question. I think this was more just an. Oh, interesting it's just to make me feel thing. bad that I became a Diamond Medallion member. God damn it! They want us to review the Polaris Club, so we got yeah, to do a review long the Polaris haul Lounge. first class flight on the Dolby. I think dime. that you should delete this entire section of the, of the podcast. <laughs> there was no question asked. All right, you're no worse than Delta, Mitch. Do you hear yourself? I, I gotta true. give up my. I gotta give up my Delta. Wise, you were the Delta man. You loved Delta. I like I I like flying Delta. I think they 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 you know they have the the I like their in flight experience. It's a bummer to hear about their labor conditions. You know that's that that mm. fucking sucks. I don't know. I mean, like you know, like I they, they hey their beverages I like from Starbucks. I certainly don't like how the 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 company is treating its baristas. You know, it's it's, it's I'm never fucking, going back to Starbucks. That's the yeah, Mitch guarantee. Sucks. I'm not going back. Maybe I got to change my uh, my my. Uh, maybe I got to get some. Maybe I I also might. This is funny. My Delta. American Express card came today. <laughs> is that why the the doorbell was ringing? <laughs> yeah, I think maybe they're, they're delivering it. Like it came under like a glass dome. The guy was up. <laughs> Welcome, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh well. Uh, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Leave us a voicemail at eight three zero go dough. That's eight three zero four six three six eight four four. And you can get the doughboys double. With our upcoming head measuring and head weighing episodes. Uh, <laughs> by joining the Golden Air Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Our guest, Paul F. Tompkins, an absolute delight to have you here. Thank you so much for eating hot dog and a stick and for giving us so much of your time. One of the funniest, it, 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 yes. One of the funniest people around. We, we, we're, 
every time we have you on, we're just like, it's been too long since we have PFT on. It says, <laughs> so please come back on the show because we, we love having Anytime. you. Anytime. No, it was a blast. Thanks for having me, guys. It was really fun. God bless you. Wally just God bit bless me. us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> he bit you because you're a Delta man. <laughs> Wally's pro union. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> That's for this episode of No Boys Until Next Time for the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. God damn it. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> On the next Doughboys Double, ticking away the moments that make up a dough day, we make our Mount Rushmore's of songs by Mitch's favorite band, Pink Floyd. Wow. And I find out which one's pink. It's Dark Side of the Spoon, Tuesday at patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Tuesday, March 26th at 7.30 p.m. Pacific, the live finale of Munch Madness 2024, the Tournament of Champions 9, Dokiero Taco Bell, will be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Join us there in person or via our live stream. That's right. And guess what? We got some great guests lined up. Mono Agapian. Wow. John Gabris. Wow. Betsy Sodaro. Wow. The Taco Bell crew has reassembled for this noble act deciding what is the ultimate Taco Bell menu item. You can see it in person. You can see it on the live stream. Get the tickets at the same place. Birdfuck.com. Birdfuck.com. Go to birdfuck.com. Birdfuck.com.